Welcome to That's Joy, the podcast. I'm your host, Cece Calbanero, and I'll be sharing stories of miracles, God moments, and unpacking the truth behind what joy truly means. My friend, when God gives you a direct call on your life, be sure to answer it. Here's to answering my call together. Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of That's Joy. I am your host, Cece, and I am flying in the driver's seat solo today. Today, we are unpacking the best advice that I would give my teenage self. But before we do any of that, if you're new around here, we need to kick off every episode with a little joyful noise. Joyful noise is our version of good news. What are the good things that are happening in the world? Let's all highlight a lot more of that. Today's joyful noise for me is the fact that we just completed our Relationship Principles of Jesus book club. We have completed 40 days. We have completed another book. And you guys, I'm just going to give myself like a mini shout out for a second. I used to never call myself a reader. Like I'd never associate myself as a reader. But as of February 20th, I got two books under my belt and I'm going to finish my third book by the end of this month. And so I'm really, really grateful that uh, we just get to rewrite the script for ourselves. And I'm going to touch more on that on today's episode. But honestly, my joyful noise is not the book club itself, not even necessarily the book itself, but the community that has been cultivated within this group. Now, if you've been hanging around here for a little bit, you know that relationships is one of the things that I value the most, if not the most in my life. And it feels so sweet because 40 days feels pretty short, right? Like what can truly happen over the span of 40 days? Um, But the thing about the last 40 days is that the women who showed up week after week in this book club of ours, I believe that they saw the fruit. And I think that that is just so beautiful to witness. I mean, the relationships that we're cultivating within the group, um, the the meetups that are happening now because of this group. But more than that, I, I shared this on last week's episode, but the miracles that people are walking in, the answered prayers that people are quite literally walking in simply because of the yes that they said to joining this group. And it wasn't the group itself. It wasn't me and it wasn't the book, but I believe that it was a mix of all of these things and most importantly, their yes that allowed them to see the fruit. And um, my fruit that I get to walk in is just how filled I am spiritually and emotionally and even mentally in a lot of ways simply because I got to rub shoulders with women who are like-minded and who have poured into me in more ways than they could even think. I can't tell you how many Friday morning calls I hopped off of and would 
run to the kitchen where my husband was and tell him, oh my gosh, you'll never believe this just happened. And so-and-so did this and so-and-so is doing this now. And I, I feel like a proud mom in a lot of ways. I know a lot of the women and there are some women who are even older than me in this group, but I feel like I got to steward this group in a motherly way. And I just won't take that for granted. And I won't take the, what the last 40 days has meant to me for granted. So if you're a part of that very first book club that That's Joy has ever put on, shout out to you. Y'all know who you are. Um, And for those of you who are having immense FOMO right now listening to this, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. We understand. And there will be something coming soon. I don't want to say anything too far in advance. So just stick around, follow us on social, and you won't miss a beat on when the next thing will be. All right, now it's time to dive into today's episode. Today's episode is the best advice that I would give to my teenage self. We did an episode back in the early days of that joy called My Best Advice to My Younger Self. If you haven't yet listened to that, highly recommend that you check it out because I believe that one will bless you too. But recently I've been thinking about teenage CC. I don't know what it is, but I think the more that we take time to remember, the better we could steward the today. And what I mean by that is let's not turn around and think that rose-colored glasses effect where we turn around and we think that it was always better behind us. Our glory days are behind us and there's not anything ahead to look forward to. That is not what I mean at all. If you know me, you know that I am someone who will always stand by your best days are always ahead of you. And I just think that to be true. Um, And I pray to God that I still think that to be true when I'm 85 with Jonathan and we're sitting in our rocking chairs looking at what God's still going to do in those moments. And I think that it's so important to reel in our perspective on this. But the more that we take time to not wallow in the past being glorious and the best, but instead turning around for a second to remember what God did is so powerful for how you can translate that reflection into energy and action that you put into today. And I think that for myself, why I really wanted to speak to this was one, y'all love that older episode so much. And if you loved it, that means we need to talk more on it. And that is the gift and beauty about having your own podcast and um, doing so much of the preparation on your own is that if I hear something that y'all want to talk about, we're going to talk about that. So allow that to be a window and just a, a moment for you to DM me the next podcast topic that you want me to dive in on. But for today, I've really been thinking about teenage CC because I've been having multiple phone calls with different family members of mine. And if you aren't familiar, I'm full Filipino. Both of my parents actually moved to the United States when they were around 18, 19 years old with just a few hundred bucks in their pocket and a huge American dream. Um, to build a life for themselves and for their future families. Mind you, me and my siblings were not here yet, so it was them taking a chance truly um, on what would be our lives completely changing for the best. And it's interesting because their, their yes 
has been really weighing on me lately. Like their yes to move across the globe, their yes to say okay to jobs that they didn't necessarily want to do but did anyway. I mean, talk about a sacrificial love. I've been allowing that to hit lately and maybe it's just hitting more lately. But I want to share a little glimpse at more of who I am simply because I believe vulnerability invites vulnerability. And when I become more vulnerable, I pray and hope that it's an invitation for you to get more vulnerable. And sometimes that can look like get more vulnerable between you and the Lord. It doesn't even have to be at your next small group or to your boyfriend or to your spouse. Sometimes I think that we need to allow our walls to go like this and fall down and so that God can see where our hands are and it's a position of this, like a full surrender. Um, I have been thinking a lot about that and it reminded me so much of my parents' divorce. If you are new around here, um, I'm a first generation Filipino American. So like I said, my parents immigrated from the Philippines and I am a first generation college graduate. Defying a lot of odds to what a child of divorced parents would do. My parents divorced back in the eighth grade, and I believe you're around 13 years old when you're in the eighth grade, but it was in that season that was probably, if not the hardest season of my life, where I picked up and became more equipped with tools that I didn't know that I needed for today. And I share all of that to say that when we walk through hard things, there's a refining taking place and there's a pruning taking place. And while my parents' divorce is something that I, oh man, I just pray that and hope that nobody has to walk through that. But the reality of the matter is, is that 50% of America and actually more recently statistics show more Christian families, even more believers in God are walking through divorces. And I believe to some extent, there's quite a bit of an epidemic taking place when it comes to divorces. And so I want to speak this, but I want to share this with vulnerability, but also speak with an authority that says and believes that whatever you're walking through, whether it's your parents, yourself, or the person who you're rubbing shoulders with, I just pray that there would be an increase of faith and a just a kingdom heavenly protection around couples, especially Christian couples in today's world. Um, and I just want to pray that prayer so much because it's real. And to not talk about things that are real, that are happening in this world, um, we would just be remiss. So anyhow, that is not the point. The point is, is that even while walking through the hardest season of my life, I can turn around and see where God was in the room. I shared this once before um, with a group of girls and I was challenged with this question myself and it stirred something in my spirit that I want to share with you. But when you think about one of the hardest seasons of your own life, where in that moment, like quite literally in that moment, whether it was hearing for the first time that your parents were going to get a divorce, 
as you close your eyes and bring yourself to that place, where do you see Jesus in the room? When I first heard that question, y'all, I was rocked. I mean, tears welled up in my eyes and I just was like, oh man, even amidst the hard, he was still there. He was there. He was with me and for me, he was holding me. And I was crying and I was feeling all the feelings, but he was with me and he's holding me and I have Holy Spirit chills right now thinking about it. I mean, I think that is the beauty of God is that he doesn't make these bad things happen per se, but there is that allowance piece. But in him allowing these things to happen because he's God, right? He is the almighty. He knows the beginning and the end. All the days are written. He knows. He knew before 13-year-old Cece did that my parents were going to get a divorce. He knew that. And yet he knew that the thing that I would need is to just be held in those moments. And where was Jesus in the room for the thing that you were going through and what and how did he show up in those moments there are three things that I just feel really called to share with you guys as far as tips go and what I mean by that is that these are the practical things I have walked through that was just one thing that I've walked through um, when it comes to hard things. But I want to share those with you because I believe that as you see and click on an episode that is titled Joy, you know that that joy didn't come from a lack of hard things. That joy is actually a result of of the desire to continue to stand up, to the continue to walk forward in joy even despite the troubles and I and I want you to hear that like I don't want that to ever get lost on any of y'all like oh this girl Cece she's just the joy girl she's a joy expert because she just hasn't gone through it um and I scratched the surface on the story there of just what that looked like um experiencing my parents divorce but I know that the hard things are all for us. And so what I want to share now is just three tips that I think will really allow us to obtain a little bit more of those action steps to move forward. And I hope that this part of the episode today is the equipping piece. If you're new around here, then you might not know that I am someone who is a proponent of believe, 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 but then also take the action with the belief, right? We need both. We got to have faith and we got to have action in order to see the kingdom of God advance forward. And so the first piece of advice is it gets better. It gets better. I don't know who needed to hear that, but I, I, I'm thinking a handful more than what I'm actually thinking needed to hear that. Friends, it gets better. 
The things that you were walking through are seasons. And just like we're experiencing in real time today, I mean, it is sunny in Nashville and it is approaching the higher end of the 60s. Praise God, we've been waiting for it. But that winter moment was just a moment. It was a season and now we're about to step into spring soon. And spring is going to come and then what? It's going to go. And summer will roll around and it is just another season. And so whatever you're walking through, I want you to be reminded that it gets better. If you're someone who hates spring, it gets better. There's summer rolling around. If you strongly dislike winter, guess what? It gets better because spring is about to be here. Like that is just a more surface level thing of what can get better. But maybe you're experiencing job loss right now. Maybe you're experiencing a breakup right now. Maybe you're experiencing real things of losing your home or not knowing where your next meals are going to come. Friends, I've also been there to some degree. I mean, when my mom was a single mom for several years after they split, we experienced financial hardship in ways that I would hope no one has to experience. And by the grace of God, we didn't step into homelessness because of family and our honestly, mainly family, but even some of my mom's friends who have just showed up and um, stepped in and helped. But my goodness, it gets better. It just gets better. And there's scripture that even helps point to that. And that's Romans 8, 28. And that's just one of the many pieces of scripture that can give us the holy confidence to know that it gets better. But this one reads, and we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. Friends, it gets better. Whatever you're walking through right now, it gets better better. The second piece of advice is this. Keep your faith. Keep your faith. Friends, your faith is actually the lifeline you need to breathe. It might sound dramatic and it might sound crazy, but the fact that you're listening to this podcast shows me that you still got a dose of it. And I know that there are some of y'all who are listening right now. You're like, CC, it's hanging on by a thread. And to you, I want to say, I see you, but it's still hanging on by a thread. Thank God. We could build off of that. We can grow with that. Any piece of clothing starts with a thread, right? Like a singular thread. And so our faith is not just important. It is essential to the hard seasons and to waiting for that moment where it does get better. I'm telling you, I, every alley that I have gone down thinking that if I just did this, then, then it would get better. And it wasn't God on the other side of that. Maybe it was college parties, or maybe it was alcohol or just different poor choices that I knew were poor choices, but in the moment making those decisions, right? They all lead to a dead end. The only alley that has a light at the end is Jesus. It's the only one. It's the only one. And I thank God that in 2019, I was able to really understand this on a level that I have yet. 
And since then, I have done nothing but build upon that belief. And so I'm talking to you right now with with the sense of belief. Like if you can't believe for yourself right now, borrow some of mine for you. Because today can mark day one. I was talking about this with Jonathan, my husband, and I was like, man, it's so crazy that everybody has a day one. I mean, I didn't read my Bible consistently all since until actually 2019. Like we own Bibles in our homes, but I grew up Catholic and I just didn't have that relationship with God. And you might sound think that that's crazy because now I have a podcast built on faith, but that's God. It's not me. It's just the obedience, right? Like the blessing that is following the obedience. I'm just saying, yes, I don't have all the answers either. And I still won't tomorrow. But what I do know is that I'm becoming more and more sensitive to the voice of God simply because I'm leaning in a touch more today. And that is what I want you to continue to do is keep your faith. If I could tell that younger teenage Cece, keep your faith, keep your faith. She had her faith, but she could have held on to it a little bit more. By the grace of God, he did something good because I love him, right? That's that Romans 8, 28 lived out. But that is the second tip that I would tell my teenage self The third kind of goes hand in hand with the first and the second, and it's number three. The pruning hurts, but it's only making room for more luscious branches in your life. The pruning hurts. We are reading some of the final days of the Relationship Principles of Jesus book, and again, I will continue to rave about this book um, from the rooftops because I just believe in it so much. But in the book, it talks about how the pruning hurts. And when I read that specific line, I was like, holy moly, there's a revelation happening right now. If that is not a ticket and an invitation to acknowledge the hurt in your life and to recognize that God is turning it for your good and for his glory, then I don't know what is because it's supposed to hurt. I mean, it talks all about in that section, the vine and the branches and the song that quite literally transformed my faith in a lot of ways was the song New Wine. If you haven't listened to it, I highly recommend you listen to that worship song because it will wreck you in the best way. But um, the verse that really points and shapes around this is in John, John 15, it says, I am the true vine and my father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit, while every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes so that it will be even more fruitful. Friends, the pruning is what's making those luscious branches. It is the thing that is quite literally helping you become the person that God has called you to be. He's called you to be it. And so I I just want to encourage you in that, that there's something on the other side of the hard. I know that the hard can feel like there is no end, but to the friend that feels that way in this moment, I pray to God that this 
day, today you would see a crack of light, whether that comes through a literal window or the form of a human or a stranger smiling at your face, I pray that you see a crack in the window that is light because he is light friends and he doesn't want us in the dark. That's not his heart for us. So I pray that you would cling to remembering that the pruning is supposed to hurt. So if it's supposed to hurt, then we can walk and take another step knowing that we're right where we need to be. I'm not saying that it's easy because I know that it's not. Those seasons of hardship that I have overcome by the grace of God and God alone is simply because I lean on his strength. In the moments where I barely even knew how to cry up for his strength, it was actually his strength that carried me through. And I want you to be able to lean on that same strength too. And remember that. And remember your teenage self. In the moments of doubt as you're stepping into new dreams. In the moments of just saying yes to what God is calling you to. Remember her. Remember how far she's come. And my goodness, if she got through that, she can get through this. And if you're getting through this, then you can get through the next thing. And life truly is beautiful. It's beautiful. And I believe that it's just a process of a beautiful vineyard. Where the leaves are luscious and the fruit is sweet. That's what I want for you, friends. And... I pray that there was something in this that you feel like you can run with this week. I love you and I'm really grateful for you. And if there's a certain part of this episode that you loved, my goodness, I would love to know what that is. Shoot me a text to 615-813-4813. And you can follow me on social at C-C-A-L-B-O-N-E-R-O on Insta and on TikTok. And you can follow That's the Podcast on both of those as well. If you've not yet joined the Joy Corner, you can do that by subscribing to my weekly newsletter in the show notes or on thatsjoypodcast.com. Friends, if you've not yet subscribed, rated, or left a review for That's Joy, It'd mean the world if you took two minutes to go do that. It does wonders for podcasters. So don't just do it for me, but do it for any podcaster that you listen to. Friends, I'll never leave an episode without saying, if you have even the smallest desire to meet the creator of the universe, or if you've already been saved, but you're not really free, I want to invite you to sit at the table of plenty with me so many others. I'm telling you there's an abundance here. There's an overflow here and there's so much joy here. I'm here to tell you that God's for you. All you have to do is invite him into your heart right now. He's waiting for you. He wants to meet with you and friend, I'm so proud of you. If you just made this decision, gosh, I would love to know you. Shoot me a text that number in the show notes. I could pray for you. I love you. God loves you. And until next time, I'll talk to y'all next time. Thank you so, so much for being here.